with episode 43 of Two Minutes for Chatting and I've decided to call this episode Downward Spiral <laughs> uh, because that's a bit of a bit of what we're all about at the moment in the old ice hockey. Uh, some pretty dodgy results but we're here as ever to bisect them and look forward to uh, well essentially the last few uh, remaining regular season games and then playoffs so lots to lots to go over but um a pretty negative spin in terms of recent results. I definitely. If if we were a if we were an East Lolly we would be a twister. We would, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And not the not the nice ice creamy bit at the top. We'd be the dry taste. We'd be the dry taste and wooden stick. Yep. That's the way it is, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. Um, but so, since last time we recorded, we've got a, a few games to go over, and uh, it all started with a game on Friday fifteenth at home to Dundee, and I think going into this one we were quite positive, but in the end. Why? Why should we have been really uh, a five-one, a five-one defeat? Um, obviously, Stephen Meyer was back to go up in the Hall of Fame, which was good. He got a good reception stuff. I thought that was that was good, but that was that was about all all the positives really in the whole night. Yeah, it was uh, very little to take away from the game. The that you could. You could spin as a as a positive. Just didn't didn't start well. Uh, you know, Dundee obviously recently came came here and uh, as we know get beat nine nine two. Um, so maybe just uh, roles reversed a wee bit. Dundee getting three goals in that first period. Yeah, I thought you could tell that uh, they were right up for it. Obviously, they were right in the. Well, at that time, certainly they were in the in the run for a, a playoff place. Albeit they've sort of slipped down slightly now, thanks to recent results. But I think it was just a case of they had more desire and wanted it more. I don't think we were absolutely terrible, uh, but I think it was just Dundee played well, and it was sort of one of those nights for us where nothing really came off. Uh, we did did outshoot them thirty four twenty nine, um, and especially that that second period we were eighteen shots to nine, so we we kind of had more of the play then. But uh, unfortunately, we were three 0 down after that first, uh, and then we went four 0 down seven minutes into the second. So you think at three 0 you know, one goal and, and you never really know, but when it when it went to four, I think it just felt like the nail in the coffin kind of stuff. Uh, and we just didn't really have any, any jump to, to get in. No, no. I remember sitting watching it, uh, just kind of thinking even when... <laughs> just when, when just sitting scored. there thinking. I was just, just sitting there thinking. Uh, even when Dundee scored like the the sort of first one and then the second one went in. Uh, I wasn't too bothered because I was like, right, okay, let's 
let's kick on from here kind of thing and it just never really happened uh, yeah like you say as soon as, they, as soon as we went 4-0 down then that was pretty much it curtains uh, did get a power play go I suppose that's yeah so, so, something positive maybe but yeah and we've had had a couple of those recently uh, not loads but more than we did in the, the last few weeks uh, certainly, but have they been scoring? Have they been scoring more power play goals recently than even strength goals? That's a good start to look up, but um, because we've not been scoring many goals to start with. So. No, that that's certainly been one of the struggles. You know, just looking back, uh, in the games, the last time we won was as you'd said, Guildford at home on the 2nd of March but before that you know there was a, a string of defeats so it's it's really been the the opposite of, of when we went through that really good spell after, sort of from Christmas up till uh, up till a few weeks ago so um, not ideal timing coming into the playoffs but uh, you never know yet I mean this is this is the sort of crunch week yeah this is it, exactly, this is the, the last portion of the season and um, obviously we've got that uh, Continental Cup space up for grabs, um, obviously assuming assuming either Cardiff or Belfast going to win the, the playoffs but um, you know that, that could be a big deal for Quinn and uh, you know in terms of keeping players that we want to keep or uh, you know attracting new, new faces into the team. Uh, you know, it's, that's a European aspect of it. It's a bit of a lure for for some players, I, I would think. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the thing is that okay, we're well, we'll come to it in a bit. But in terms of the table, you know, we're sitting two points behind Nottingham. But uh, if we do get that win, you know, it's still still in our hands. We'll go level with them but we will go above due to having more regulation wins uh, so it is still really I think I think in our hands so it can be done but it's got to it's got to happen tonight so to speak we are of course recording this right now we are yeah we're recording just hours before the game so uh, this is this is technically a preview as well. It's just we're just so flexible in terms of how we record. Um, so yeah, after that disappointment, it was then on to the daunting task of a trip down to Cardiff on Sunday. Um, and okay, albeit we uh, didn't come out at the first period three 0 down. It was I believe nothing each after the first. Uh, one goal in the second and then another in the third uh, meant we lost the game 2-0 so another big performance from Bounds against us uh, and um, I just think knowing what we know from Cardiff during the week there and they, they've just kind of I think slightly too good for us at the moment I, I, I don't really know how we managed to put them out of the Challenge Cup but that was a great effort um, yeah. 
but I think they're just a, a bit of a class above us at the moment, which is kind of to be expected, but also disappointing at the same time. Yeah, because when you think about it, Cardiff haven't really, they've not had as good a season as they, as they have done in, in the previous couple of seasons. Uh, and you know, they, they can be there for the taking on, on some nights, but but, uh, but yeah, like you, like you said, the way we are playing now, there's, there's not many teams in the league that we that we will be beaten if we've been playing the way that we that we have been. Um, you know, it's even just the it's even just the penalties as well. We're taking really daft, stupid penalties and at at times in the game where you just you know you need full you need your full strength out, um, and obviously that's not contributing to the way that we can play and uh, the flow of the game and stuff like that. And obviously, Pete Russell's been. Uh, you know he's been quite good in his interviews. Actually, he's been uh, quite forthcoming and honest about yeah uh, the way we've been playing and stuff. And um, hopefully, we can see how we how we step up for the game tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in that in that Cardiff game, um, Stephen Dixon another goal. He he does seem to get a few against us. Uh, maybe it's, maybe it's just the Glasgow name. Could be. Kind of suits, suits them, but hey, uh, yeah, unfortunately, never really nice to get to get shut out in any game. Um, so, uh, obviously, a, a much improved performance over the Dundee game, but still not enough. I don't think it was ideal timing for us to have to go down to Cardiff. Uh, no. Then, but uh, it is what it is. And finally, last game not covered is. Wednesday there, it was at home to Cardiff, again, not good to be playing somebody as good as Cardiff, but we were on TV, which made it even harder, because our free sports record's shocking, <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, again, it was another defeat. Um, I was there at this one, my general thoughts, before I even look into the details, uh, is that we, we had a good first, I think. Uh, you know, we competed. I think we were unlucky to be down after the first. It was a nice a nice wee redirection from uh, Longley, I think it was, or Hedden, maybe. Hedden, uh, second period, we were miles off the pace, and that's really what killed us. Um, and then I think there was obviously some harsh words spoken and in a third way thankfully made a game of it but I remember that I messaged you that we were you know totally outclassed in that second period and I think we were not great but I think Cardiff were very good Um, sort of really showed the, the class between the teams but at least it was good to see we, we had a bit of fight at the end of that and gives us a bit of hope going into into tonight's game but uh, yeah, a couple of couple of wee errors, and uh, thankfully, Pitt got his goal. I believe it was a power play goal, and it kind of came off his foot rather than his stick, uh, which is sort of the way it's been going for him at the moment. Um, yeah. But yeah, did you happen to see it? Have you watched it back, or you record it, or whatever? No, I didn't. I, I didn't see any of the game. Um, I've still not seen the highlights yet either. Just can I bring myself to watch it? <laughs> right. Definitely skip, uh, skip the second anyway. 
<laughs> um, it was kind of weird because they, it started earlier. It was at, right. well, it was supposed to be half seven, so we'd obviously, like everyone else, arriving for a half seven start. Right. And when we got in, uh, the park was, had just been dropped, so I think it must have started about 20 past. Oh, uh, right. So the first five minutes we kind of spent standing up at the, the concourse bit, watching it. Um, but I, I imagine that was due to the, the TV coverage, but there was there was nothing that said, by the way, we're about to start this 10 minutes early. Uh, how about seeing the start of it kind of thing? So if yeah, you see if you see the TV coverage, you can actually see like people still kind of flooding in <laughs> when the game started. So um, interesting, but yeah, another good performance from Bounds. He's seems to do the business over us, um, but I think certainly more positives to take going into the weekend that we did compete in that third period, uh, and at times looked really dangerous but just a couple of you know sloppy bits of play that, that make the difference you don't tend to see many mistakes from Cardiff in the top teams I think that's the difference and they block a lot of shots you know we struggled to get any pucks through to bounds and when you did it's difficult angles that he's able to to see easily you know and that's it's just the small things that teams like Cardiff do well um, to minimise the chances of opposition teams scoring, but uh, yeah, it was yeah. it was a bit frustrating. I mean, the, the goal from Becker, it seemed to take a really dodgy bounce off the plexi, and fell to Pitt. I believe it was, and he played that across the crease. Um, <laughs> but but before that, you just couldn't couldn't really see his scoring. It was one of them. Um, yeah. And then obviously. Yeah, Dixon getting that goal was a, a rebound that Rumpo kind of kicked out and he couldn't couldn't really miss, but he gets his complimentary sort of customary goal against it again. Uh, but yeah, just we've just lost that that winning feeling, I think, um, and we really need to get it back starting tonight. Yeah, no, it's, that's it. What what better game to to get it back than? than this one um, but yeah I don't know it's just it's difficult to say, put a finger on it, like exactly what's been going wrong with the team because I feel like it's it's kind of about everything really um, in terms of the in terms of the defending it's been it's been pretty poor at times uh, in recent games um, I think you'd well you'd said that from, from Wednesday as well just constant mistakes that are getting made and uh, you know especially against a team like Cardiff they're going to punish you um, stuff like that transition game moving forward not been great passing's been pretty poor at times as well um, so you know a, a wee bit of everything and it's all just kind of yeah seems to be falling a bit just now but um, I think they're the things that just come from not having winning confidence yeah, I, I, it's not it's not really a technical thing, you know. It's when guys get in a rhythm and they're winning games, then passes are quick and accurate, and shots go in, and yeah. you know opposition shots 
hit posts or get saved or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, it's just I don't think there's you know the guys have suddenly become bad players. Um, obviously, no. we missed Gutwald for that game against Dundee, which didn't help. You know, been down to five D is not ideal. Uh, yeah. And then Peacock has has just come back, so um, he's got a game now under his belt. We did discuss Haywood was in a sling on the bench on Wednesday, so I don't know if... Well, I do know he's obviously picked up some sort of injury. Whether he'll play again this year, I'm not sure. It's not Nothing's been announced, I don't think. I've not missed anything. I don't think I've seen anything. So, well, it would be good to think he would be back, but if it's a broken arm or something like that, then he wouldn't be, you know. Um, so we'll kind of miss miss him at least. It meant that the Connolly Doucette Peacock line was back, um, and I think they'll always offer you offer you something. So um, it's just a case of if we get that win, I think we'll be able to kick on, and tonight's the has got to be the night if we want that third place. Yeah, well, I know that's it. Um, it's a combination of different things, you know, you've pointed that out there. Um, it's staying out of the box as well. Um, another sort of recurrent theme, and it's not necessarily, you know, a lot, a lot of fans have been going on about the referees and stuff. And Yeah, I mean, they're not great, obviously, but... Um, you know, we've just we've we've got to make do with what we've got, and uh, you know, depending who on who we've got tonight, then you know, hopefully it should just be a, a game that you let the you let the flow go type of thing, because it's going to be one of those games you're going to there's going to be a wee bit of niggle in it. Obviously, there's a uh, you know third place is up for grabs for for both teams, so I'd imagine I'd imagine both teams would be right up for it. Yeah, um, well, both. So we go into this game, we're sitting fourth or two points behind Nottingham in third, having played the same amount of games. So three games left each. Uh, of course, if as we've said, if we win this one, we'll go, we'll go above them, um, and then with only one weekend to play, we've got home and away against Fife, and Nottingham have. Uh, well, they're playing Fife, I think, tomorrow night. So we'll know yep. this. We'll know the situation there, and then that leaves their one remaining game next weekend, which is at home to Guildford. So, uh, tough tests for for both of us. Um, but I think if we do win this one tonight, we can we can kick on. But if we don't, then I think that's you know we mathematically could could get back to it but it, it would require Nottingham to pick up no points from their their last couple of games and and I don't think I don't think that'll necessarily happen so it's definitely a must win. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh has to be for not even just for getting in the third place, just to get a bit of confidence back for yeah. For the playoff run as well. So 
no, I'm I'm expecting two points tonight. So I'm ex- uh, I'm I'm expecting a performance. Yeah, yeah. I think if, if they can't, you know, it, okay, we might not win it, but I think uh, I know it is it definitely is about the points. But if the team at least come out and yeah, put put in that effort, then the points should take care of themselves. Because I think we we should be confident enough to beat Nottingham at home. You know they're not. They're not uh, the same level as the Belfast Cardiff team. I don't think um, they've got problems as well. But uh, the only reason we're in this situation is is our form slump. So uh, no better time to to put it right. But I think I think if we don't get a performance tonight, then you know I'll be I'll be amazed. But uh, yep. we'll see. So, uh, rest of the games. Well, the remaining games after that next weekend, we're gonna gonna quickly preview that, and of course, a lot of it might depend on what happens tonight. Uh, but then, standalone games against Fife, I suppose, are always always gonna be a bit of a a tasty affair, and of course, there's still the possibility that we could face them in the playoff. Uh, although potentially it's looking a bit more likely that it could be Guildford, um, although not necessarily a stick on. Um, but so home and away next weekend against Fife. Uh, we've we've really got to take the four points. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, no. If, you know, that's what we're. That's what we need to do if we want to finish third. Then, uh, you know, they're all they're all must win games. Uh, you know, we need to take it in our take it in our own hands. Um, from that point of view, I don't think we can look too much at any who we're going to be playing in the playoffs. Um, you know, I think that'll take care of itself. Um, if it's Guildford, then you know, fine. If it's Fife, then. Great, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not with our five. Well, maybe record. not. But I don't know. There's nothing better than than uh, putting five out. But although I can't can't say that we've done that too often, so no, exactly. Um, so yeah, there's not there's not too much that we can say, you know, other than it's obviously always great to beat them, and I think it will still. It will still be a huge factor in who gets that that third place. Um, Nottingham with Guildford and uh, Fife are the last to play, so it's a it's a bit of a, a toss of the coin whose whose fixtures are are trickier. It's definitely all down to tonight, so can't really I guess stress the importance of that too much. I'll be shouting and balling as usual. Yeah, of course. Um, so fans run about us. Yeah, leaning in. Who's gonna? Who are we gonna be sitting beside tonight? Who knows? Alina. Uh, actually, can't remember. I think we're in section C. Just for them, did it care? <laughs> was it me? <laughs> Don't know. It was yeah. Uh, so elsewhere, we'll quickly have a look at um, the fixtures coming, but the. 
I guess the the playoff race is really sort of heating up with only a few games to go. Everyone's still switching positions, Dundee. Having that positive weekend last, uh, well, with the, the win against us and then an overtime win in Nottingham. But then some disappointing results recently, you know, losing to Coventry, I think, at home. Uh, so they're now sitting in 10th, uh, three points, three points behind Coventry and Manchester with Coventry having that, that one game in hand. So it's really looking precarious for Dundee now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I think they've just they've kind of run out of games. Uh, I don't think, I can't see them making the playoffs now. Um, three points behind uh, Coventry and Manchester. Coventry still got that game in hand as well, so um, you know, these these teams are all pushing on a bit and you know, as we as we seen last night as well with, with Manchester a surprise uh, victory against Belfast. So uh, you know, everybody's looking to, to kick on now. Um, you know, and even just one game uh, having an off night can be can be crucial. Uh, and I think that's I think that's what's happened to Dundee with, with the Coventry game. Yeah, and if you look at um, look at the games that are coming up, you know it doesn't. You can't exactly say it's uh, it's a a pleasant run in for them. They're, they're Cardiff at home tomorrow, uh, who are obviously well. They're now four points ahead uh, with four games to go, so it's it's hard to see them not winning the title. Um, but yeah, so Dundee have got Cardiff at home. Then they play Belfast away next Saturday, and then Guildford away. So it's it's not exactly uh, plain sailing. So it, you know you could easily say that they're not going to get any points in those three games. Um, but having said that, looking at like the results. Last night, obviously, shocks are still on the cards, and if teams are, you know, if teams are uh, kind of looking ahead too soon to playoffs or whatever, then maybe Dundee can sneak in a couple of points. But uh, three, three tough games there. Yeah, definitely three of the three of the toughest games. Um, but you know that they have done it. Obviously, I think uh, was it last weekend or. Uh, recently anyway Dundee went down to, to Nottingham and beat them 2-1 yeah it was um, last uh, the, the weekend before uh, that one that just, yeah no okay but you know it just it shows you that they can do it so um, I mean there's there's no doubt that Pasha will get his team up for it um, but yeah that's three three very tough games and a lot of travelling involved as well yeah, yeah. I mean, at least you, if you've got the home games, you can, um, you know, not rely on them. But uh, there's a bit more of a chance, I think, to be honest. But uh, they've been pretty, pretty effective on the road. So never say never. But I think being that three points off and having played, played the game more is, has put them in a, a position that's probably too difficult to overcome. Uh, Coventry, on the other hand, good win in Dundee, sets them up 
with a game in hand over Manchester and I believe they've still got each other to play. So, um, Coventry don't play tonight, but they play Guildford away tomorrow night, then Belfast at home on Wednesday. Uh, Manchester away on Saturday and then Cardiff at home on Sunday. So, I think... If you look at the Belfast and Cardiff games and say maybe they're, they're not as likely to pick up points, but uh, that Manchester game will be massive and Guildford as well. So Yeah, uh, so that the Manchester and Coventry game that'll be an absolute stisha. Yeah. It's good the way the fixtures have fallen to, to have that game left. Yeah. No exactly. I mean that it's probably between those two for the for the last playoff spot, um, so you know it, it could be a could be a huge game that um, for both teams. So definitely want to want to get to if you're a Manchester or Coventry. <laughs> yeah, get your tickets now. Good seats still <laughs> available. Um, yesterday at work, I was listening to this is this well. It wasn't. I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but it was a, a Facebook live video from Milton Keynes like Q and A session with the owners. Right. Just after this announcement about them going to the different league, it's a video, but I, I wasn't really watching the video. I just listened to it. Turned into a bit of a a ruckus at times, but basically the the fans were questioning the owners about the the move and how things came about and. Uh, you know there are a couple of quite interesting points from it um, about how they told the players and apparently the Eric Neely thing was a, a deal that was made with Sheffield to sort of uh, they had some sort of problem with paying kit suppliers right. so part of the deal of Sheffield taking Neely was that Sheffield would also pay some of this compensation that that Milton owed to the kit supplier Rhino, I think it called something like that. So that was involved in it, um, and then they apparently got a, tr- a signing embargo put on them because they hadn't paid league fees in time. So they were looking to bring in some new players after Lannan and is it Clay Clay Anderson left. Right, but yeah. they, 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 they missed they missed league fee payment deadline, so they couldn't they couldn't sign anyone. So, uh, but the 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 gist of the whole thing was basically that they couldn't they didn't have enough money to sustain uh, sustain a place in the elite league. Um, they said that they'd spent about it's something like a hundred fifty thousand was there. How much you needed to spend to sort of be in well in their position the season, and they were it was also maybe like two hundred and fifty grand was was what they thought would maybe put you nearer a playoff position type thing. So uh, it was just they didn't have the the funds available and they you know they couldn't sustain it, so they're they're moving down the league. But it was quite interesting. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they they managed to. I guess the whole point of that was me leading up to saying that they 
they managed to pull a bit of a, a shock by beating Guildford 4-3 last night, eh, which probably nobody really saw coming, but a dangerous team when they've just got nothing really to play for. Yeah, that's it. Um, it's a bit, a bit disappointing that they're, uh, you know, they're having to do that, but uh, we've seen it with, with teams before and, um, you know, what what can happen when you're in that position and it's, they're obviously looking at the, the interests of the club, but the interests of the club first. Um, so, you know, you can't really, you can't really deny them that. I think it's probably a wise decision. Um, but, you know, again, it just raises questions about the league um, in general and, uh, you know, where, where they're actually going because, you know, over the past few years now we've had uh, 10 teams and then up to 12 and then also this season 11 and then probably back down to 10 again for next year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not, it's not great for... Uh, you know, po- possibly for sustainability for other teams. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As well, so a lot of questions that, that need that uh, answered um, f- from the league in general. Yeah, well, I mean, the ten teams will mean that what they'll probably bring back the. Well, in fact, I don't know how they'll do it, but they they didn't like the the, the eleven teams meant that they had this issue where they'd sold season tickets for uh, 58 games, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, for... Uh, would that be right? However many it was. And then most clubs had to add on, you know, the other games that uh, they didn't yeah. expect. And so people had to pay more, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, I don't know what they'll do, but we'll guess. I guess we'll see, don't know. To go into it too much, but um, we'll keep up to date. Yeah, exactly. So after all these these games are finished, uh, just your quick predictions. Then uh, I guess the first question is quite an easy one, but league league champions, Cardiff or Belfast? Cardiff, it's got to be. Got to be. Uh, it's pretty it's, close up until well, probably up until last night. Um, but you know Belfast are just they've got that kind of game in them every so often and that's just you know what doesn't keep them up with Ricardo for me yeah the, the two points as you say I think um, would have definitely kept them kept them in it that would have only been one one slip up from Cardiff needed uh, because they've both both got the same amount of regulation wins so um yeah. It's just that Cardiff with have taken more games into overtime, so uh, that's where you could maybe see those those points being the difference. Um, but yeah, I think now four four is is too much. Um, playoffs then. Uh, what's what's the final order of the table? <laughs> so we've got we've got one. We're assuming. Well, in fact, we're not assuming. We've already said it. One and two, Cardiff, Belfast. Uh, so give me three, four, five, six, seven, and eight, as you'd see it finishing. Okay. Um, I'll start. 
I'll start from the bottom up then. Okay. So we'll go eight, and I think... You know, Coventry have got that game in hand over Manchester, but I think, I feel like Manchester are going to win that game against Coventry. So I see Manchester taking the last okay. spot in the playoffs. Uh, so that they'll finish eighth. I think Sheffield will finish seventh. Um, Fife, sixth. Guildford, fifth. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this is the this is the real bit. This is the bit that you are wanting to, yeah, wanting to find out. To you. So I'm going to say, Clan Four, Panthers Three. Right. As much as it so, as much as it pains me to say. So are you are you thinking that we're going to win tonight? But I think we'll, I think Fife will take points off us. Okay. Uh, and Nottingham will pick up enough points to yeah I think so I think so ok uh, I'm going to be and that's that's not to say that that's not to say that that's a disappointing season no, it's a disappointing ending to the season but yeah I think no. because obviously the last few weeks haven't been great I think if we do pick up the win tonight then it might be the wee spark that's needed. Mm. Uh, and you never know what can happen. But so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for us finishing third. Good. Nottingham fourth. I think uh, yeah, I think Fife will be fifth then Guildford, then Sheffield, and then I'm going to agree that I think Coventry will just miss out. So, you know, Manchester have kind of picked up a wee bit recently. Yeah. yeah. Although you, you never really know. So that so that would leave it as Cardiff, Manchester, Belfast would play Sheffield, which yep. is a, a tasty one. But I'd like to pick uh, Belfast as favourites for that, and I think Cardiff are favourites whoever they play. So those two going through it, then you'd have uh, ourselves would be playing Fife, and that is is that right? Yeah, that'd be right. That's <laughs> a difficult one. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, we, we'd have this the home game second, wouldn't we? But that's not really helped in the past. Uh, but I think we could, I think we could, this, this is our year if we're playing Fife. Um, although, saying that, if we get absolutely hammered the last two regular season games, then hmm, questions will be asked. Uh, and then you have Panthers against Guildford. And for me, Guildford will go through that. Uh, just because I think they've got they're a better team to be honest at the moment albeit okay the tables table doesn't really lie but that Challenge Cup semi-final they kind of hammered Nottingham and I just think that they've got the potential in a a sort of one-off game or two-leg game to to really take it to somebody so 
For me, your your four playoff final teams are Cardiff, Belfast, Guildford, and <laughs> and ourselves. Okay. Which, which would be great if it happened, but you know, if we if we don't get that third, then we'll probably play Guildford, which is not an ideal matchup either. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's uh, hard to say, but I always like to be positive on this. So yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So that's the uh, way it is. I mean, that's a it's a good final four anyway. Um, it is a good final four. It's sure. Uh, it's basically as as the table would stand, isn't it? Other than uh, Nottingham, Guildford, so. Uh, I'm predicting the seeds seeds to be strong there, if that's the case. But you know, it'll probably be horribly wrong. It'll probably be uh, Manchester, Sheffield, Fife, and Nottingham that go through. So <laughs> yeah, Nottingham, Sheffield in the final. Yeah, shiter. No, do yeah. watch it. Um, okay, okay. So uh, we'll just. I guess we'll just keep the. The hockey brief. I don't think there was too much else that we wanted really to go over. Um, was there? I don't think so. Anyway. Nah, we've covered the we've covered the Milton Keynes uh, stuff as well. Um, we could just run through the <coughs> the remaining fixtures for the season. Give a yeah, give that's a true. And predictions as we go. And uh, note that these will not reflect what I just said will happen in the table even though I'll need to try and make them so uh, yeah no, no I'm throwing it out of the window right okay right so so we're just that is shite right right okay so absolutely no reflection on what I've said is just going to happen uh, but let's do it uh, Cardiff against Manchester Cardiff yeah easy uh, <laughs> Sheffield Milton. Milton. No way. <laughs> fine, no, fine, fine, fine. Sheffield. Uh, Flyers, Guildford. Fife. Yeah, I think so. Seeing that Fife, you know, Fife win all their games, they, uh, they could be right up there, but we don't want to think about that, so... So we'll just leave it. Uh, oh no! Sunday, so tomorrow night, Belfast, Sheffield. Belfast. <laughs> no. Yeah, I suppose actually they'll be raging after after Friday. So Belfast. Um, yeah. And having said that, you know, with, if with Cardiff having played, that could be a six point gap. Have they? They thrown in the till by then. Could Sheffield get a wee sneaky one? Don't know, but probably not. Uh, Dundee, Cardiff. Cardiff in overtime. Oof, Cardiff regulation, comfortable. Guildford, Coventry. Coventry. I'm going Guildford there. And Fife, Nottingham. 
I just hate I hate picking these ones. Yeah, they're so, a bit... home advantage five. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would obviously do us a favour. Yeah. So. So that won't happen. <laughs> so it's a guaranteed Nottingham win. Uh, <laughs> nah, I think that may be tight. I think a uh, Fife might maybe just take that in overtime. I think it okay. might go to overtime or penalty shots though. Uh, but we'll see. Midweek Wednesday, Coventry Belfast. Big game for Belfast. That, uh, you know, if they're still in it at that point. Um, but if if Cardiff win both their games this weekend, then I don't think they'll be too bothered about it, and I think Coventry will want it more. Yeah, so I will go with Coventry on the assumption that Cardiff are going to win. It's an interesting theory that I'm going to take Belfast though because I'm just doing blind predictions. Yeah. Yeah, but actually, I still think regardless that that's more of a freebie for Coventry. I think their their hopes are kind of on that Manchester game. Uh, right. So Friday then Belfast five. Belfast. Mm, five. Milton, Manchester. Now that that's a potential banana skin for Manchester. That is. I don't think so. No. Nah, I don't think so. I'm I'm saying, I'm saying Manchester for that one. Um, you know they've got the momentum as well going in the right. the playoffs. That's just that's a game that they can't slip up with. Yeah, no, they can't. But then, but when's, they when's that stop tenth? Uh, True. I'm going to back Milton there for a wee upset. Uh, well, I mean, it has been known to happen with Ryan Ferry teams. It has been, yeah, as we know. Saturday, Belfast Dundee. Belfast, overtime. I'm not sure it will. I'm not sure Dundee will, will take it that far. Uh, yeah, I'll just go for Belfast there, regulation. Cardiff, Milton. Cardiff, a million percent. Yeah, definitely. Save your money, folks. Milton's win 5 4. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine Milton. Milton get the victory there that sends the title to Belfast. Tim Wallace getting paraded in the streets of Belfast. Before Milton Keynes leaves the league. Exactly, yeah. Um, Manchester, Coventry, the big one. Manchester for me. Mm, yeah. Yeah, at home probably. Although, as we've said, it does kind of depend, but we're just, we're just going for it here. Uh, and Nottingham, Guildford... Guilford. Oof, be great. I'll take that. A Nottingham. Finally, Sunday, Coventry, Cardiff. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying Coventry. I think Cardiff. Cardiff will have won won the league by that point. Right, so they're out the night before. There's still a week limit of hope for. For Coventry, but they have to win. Mm. That yeah. To be fair, that's 
that's another good point that stuff like that is is going to have an influence in these games um, yep. you know if Coventry have to win that game and Cardiff have won the league then you really never know but mm. yeah we'll see Milton Sheffield no <laughs> Sheffield Guildford Dundee uh, Guildford in overtime Dundee <laughs> and uh, yeah I was going to say as against Fife but we've already we've already covered that one so um, yeah interesting it's good that as we've said still a, a fair bit to play for at both both ends um, hopefully from our point of view obviously we can get that, that third place and to do it with a couple of a couple of wins over five would be great. I remember the that picture of Finnerty on the bench at Fife when we got the CHL spot. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, want, that was great. We want a bit of that from Pete Russell. Uh, if we manage to do it. Need to get our jam uh, back. But then then of course yeah, uh, that does depend on one of Cardiff or Belfast winning the playoff, so can't be celebrating too early with that third place, to be honest. But no, there is there is a good chance, um, you know, and at least they will not be playing each other in one of the semi-finals, uh, as it would as it would work out. So, um, you know, if they both made it through to the playoff final, then that would be happy days in terms of the European spot if we finish third. But who knows? Um, so from potential sporting positives to absolute sporting disgrace in uh, Scotland men's national soccer team uh, where do we start really the absolute pumping from Kazakhstan on I almost forgot what day it was there but it was Thursday uh, a real shocking performance. Uh, obviously, we had some some guys missing, but I don't think it's any any excuse. We just were looked from the stuff that I saw. Obviously, I've stopped working things like that, but I was listening to it on the radio, uh, and it was just a real shiter. Total and utter collapse. Um. Yeah, I was. I'd been kind of listening to bits of it. Uh, There's a guy my work. guy my work was was watching it, and you know when he said Kazakhstan went one 0 up, I was like, "Aye, right, no bother." So I knew the game had just kicked off at that point, and I said, "No, they actually are." And then I saw the goal, and then four minutes later, he said that's two 0 and I was like, "Aye, right." You're having a laugh here again. It just—I don't know. It was just one of those, one of those things, and it's—it's it's always happened for as long as I can remember. Scotland in in every qualifying campaign, there's always there's always one game that you should go and you think that's an absolute must for three points, and it just never happens. I know, and that was that was the game. The thing is that when obviously when you go one 0 down, 
uh, it's early. Obviously, um, you think right, you've got the whole game to to get that back. We could we could get that, but it seemed like from that point it just went the opposite way. It just sort of galvanised them, and we were just miles off it. I mean, there's guys in there that play really well for their clubs, but just nothing happened to them. Uh, mistakes from likes of Shinny and McKenna, etc. for some of the goals. Uh, and just... The, the, the worst bit about it is that we could go and beat San Marino 55-0, and it doesn't make that Kazakhstan result any easier. No, I know that's it. Um, yeah, it was just a completely inept performance from from the whole team, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, Shinny obviously not, not used to playing a left-back, um, but should be doing better there. Scott McKenna, I mean, the, you know, Aberdeen talking about him being a £12 million centre-half or something that's just utter nonsense. Well, that's the thing with some of these these guys like that. If He was linked at times with Celtic, wasn't he? There was a bit of a rumour going about. Mm-hmm. And even just one game like that uh, is enough to to yeah. end, end any thoughts like that. Um, I had never seen the guy Palmer play for Sheffield Wednesday, as I think is probably the case with a lot of people. Yeah, he obviously he obviously didn't didn't have a good game nobody really did um, and it was just it's one of those things we needed to start off that campaign with six points because we're not going to get anything from Belgium and by the looks of things now we're not getting anything off Russia so no. uh, and in fact are we even beating San Marino and then you've got Cyprus, Cyprus as well, isn't it? So, Cyprus, Cyprus, we've, we've Cyprus got, away. That's a dodgy. We've game. got absolutely no chance. Cyprus away for anything like that. We will lose that Cyprus away game if we're playing like Kazakhstan and San Marino. Okay, you'd like to think, being honest, there is absolutely no chance that we won't win that, but. Can you see if see if we don't get three points against San Marino? There is no way that McLeish can come back with any any. Uh, I was going to say any sort of Scotland uh, connections. Apparel. <laughs> yeah, get get the tracksuit, get everything back off him, but. Nah, there should be. It should. It won't even make it back if we don't beat San Bruno. And you that can. and that counts as. I don't mean just back. I mean also potentially back alive. Well, there's that. But for me, he can't. You know, he shouldn't be there just now. Um. You know, one one game is is all it takes, and that's. You know, he's, he's had his chance there. That's a game that, you know, Scotland should not be. You know, I, I mean, it'd be disappointing to come away with a draw there. Uh, Kazakhstan, yeah. Yeah, sorry. And that, you know, that's 
the absolute bare minimum that we should be we should be leaving there with. But again, it's just the, it's the same old story. Um, you know, we've had obviously Israel uh, recently, but we've had games in the past as well: Macedonia, Georgia, Faroe Islands. You know, McLeish should be standing in a bush shouting at fans. Was that, was that not what happened that's, to that's what yeah. Is that what it was, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was right. after. No, exactly. It's, it's, as you say, uh, I kind of interrupted there, but yeah, just talking about the string of games that are just is almost inbuilt in our there's one, there's one, team. There's one every time. Every qualifying game, campaign, there's one game, and that was it. And the rest, probably the rest of the campaign wouldn't be that bad, but... We'll probably run Belgium close. It'll be one of those ones. But we're not going to take anything off Belgium. We're not going to take anything off Russia. The last twice that we've played San Marino, we've beat them 2 0 uh, on both occasions. So that's not good either. Uh, it's worrying. There's obviously the, the Liechtenstein game as well, actually, with that. Uh, I think it was Steve McManus that scored a 96th minute winner. <laughs> and that game was at home. So, mm, yeah. Uh, there's not really much, there's not much to say other than it's just a total disgrace. Yeah, so, um, so we've got McLeish gone. I think we agreed on that. Yep. Uh, different direction. Who are we bringing in? Brendan Rodgers for for ten ten World Cups in a row. Ten points. O- always been a always been a huge Scotland fan. <laughs> uh, I think. I don't know. I, don't I, I, I would like to think something a bit more left field. Right. Uh, I know people will be saying, well, in fact. Guys like Steve Clark, I think Steve Clark would bring a obviously a huge amount of organisation stuff to the team. Mm-hmm. But why don't we bring in a a foreign some foreign manager and just change change the mentality of things or how we do things or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of ideas, uh, foreign I guys think- that don't. For example, not that he's necessarily the right guy, but like Slavin Bilic, say, mm-hmm. just do things a bit differently, uh, have a, a fresh outlook on how you set up the team and what players you bring in and blah blah blah. Because we've got we've got good players there. Yeah. Uh, but it's just for whatever reason when when they come together, uh, and actually they don't even seem like most of them can be asked playing with all the call-offs and things obviously there's some genuine injuries but you never get the impression that they're really right up for for games at the moment no no that's that's another aspect of it as well um but yeah i mean i would agree with with yourself and i think we'd we'd said that i think on this podcast last year when McLeish got the job um, and we said you know he was he's the wrong guy he's uh, you know we need, we need some fresh ideas in uh, somebody that's going to 
you know, relieve some of the, the hoodoo surrounding the national team. And, uh, you know, McLeish is not the guy for that. Um, I think I'd said, I'd said last year that, you know, somebody like Jürgen Klinsmann or something like that, I don't think yeah. Oh, yeah, necessarily yeah, you would get him, but, you know, somebody, somebody like that, uh, somebody with that, that kind of mindset and, um, you know, just he, he he worked wonders with the with the US team um, as well. So somebody of that ilk, uh, you know, Jurgen Klinsmann, Slavin Village, whoever, somebody like that. It's got international experience. Um, the yeah, issue now, of course, is that no tells really want it because. <laughs> Because they see that, that these results are are happening, but it's one of those catch twenty two scenarios. You know, you've got to just get somebody in, and hopefully things can turn around. But um, it looks like we'll be clinging on to to that uh, that playoff that we got from the Nations League. Now, of course, if we brought somebody else in and they got some positive performances and results in the the qualifiers, okay, we might not get through them but you could go into that playoff confident and get through that way and you know nobody would would care about what's what's gone before so that's what I think I think we need some early action you can't just be waiting till the end of the campaign then thinking right that was poor who else can we bring in now I think just get it sorted and give us a bit of time to to build up confidence in, in performances Completely agree. Well, I think that's probably a good note to to end it on then. <laughs> a shite note. Uh, yeah, a shite note, but an agree uh, an agreement of an a shite note. Um, so for us, we're heading off to the game. Uh, for everyone else, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, I hope you've had a great audible experience and uh, <laughs> hopefully over the next couple of weeks we'll we'll see that Clan have become playoff champions in Scotland have got uh, some huge managerial name in there and everything's looking great but chances are uh, the opposite so um, as always obviously thanks for turning up and I'll give you the the final word. <laughs> the final word. Uh, let's just let's say let's hope we can uh, we can finish third in the league. I think it's the is the big thing. And if we can do that, then at least we'll give it a go in the playoffs and hopefully get to the final four. And then you never know. Absolutely. Uh, no, obviously that wasn't the final word because I've just started speaking. So uh, it was it was the last meaningful word. Um, but yeah, so cheers for now, folks, and we'll uh, catch you some other time. That's it. Cheerio.